I'm Dr. Rob Whitfield, the board certified plastic surgeon specializing in explant surgery. Breast implant illness is a topic that is not often talked enough about, especially in the medical community, but is something that affects many women. In this podcast, I'll be discussing the latest research, treatment options, and personal stories of women who have undergone explant surgery in an effort to heal breast implant illness. In this podcast, we'll explore the symptoms of breast implant illness and delve into the latest surgical techniques for explantation and the recovery process. Whether you are currently experiencing breast implant illness or are considering explant surgery, this podcast is a valuable resource for anyone looking to take control of their health and wellness. So let's dive in. Welcome to our Breast Implant Illness Podcast. Today's question is really, how can you prevent breast implant illness? As you've heard me define on my show before, I think of breast implant illness as inflammation. And it's inflammation that your body can just no longer cope with the amounts. And the implant is one component or driver of inflammation, but there are a series of things that contribute to inflammation. It's very hard in terms of diagnosing and understanding even how much inflammation someone has. So it even makes it more complicated to understand and diagnose breast implant illness. But for the last six years, over 1,100 explants, my system for working through this. So, you know, potential ways to reduce your risk of developing inflammation that contributes to breast implant illness is one, identifying your surgeon for the best possible operative procedure in terms of getting an implant placed, whether it's for reconstructive surgery or, or cosmetic surgery. And then two, you know, in that discussion with uh, your surgeon, once it's decided upon surgery, I think if the choice is really around smooth implant is typically going to run the lowest risk of issues. The choice of incision will further reduce the risk of issues. Typically, an incision underneath the breast in the fold is associated with less complications. The size of the implant, having one that fits the frame of the patient, not being obviously too large for the patient's frame, but providing the aesthetic result is important. And then, you know, provided these factors are taken into consideration, the surgical procedure goes without complication, then really monitoring the status of the implant through the patient's healing journey that first year and subsequent years. So there are different ways to monitor devices. We use high definition ultrasound and have for a long period of time at my office. Are you on a journey to healing and wellness, but feeling overwhelmed and unsure of where to turn? Look no further than Dr. Rob's Solutions. At Dr. Rob's Solutions, we understand the unique challenges that come with breast implant illness, which is why we offer a wide range of the highest grade supplements, medical grade skincare, and lab testing, and HARP options to aid in your journey to recovery. Our supplements are specially formulated to support detoxification and aid in the healing process, while our medical grade skincare products are designed to nourish and protect the skin. We also offer a comprehensive lab testing to help identify any underlying health issues that may be contributing to your symptoms. And for those who are ready for explant surgery, we offer HARP options as well. Don't let the uncertainty and confusion of breast implant illness hold you back any longer. Trust the experts at Dr. Rob Solutions to provide you with the resources and support you need to take control of your health and wellness. Visit our website today to learn more and to order your products. Take the first step towards healing and wellness with Dr. Rob Solutions at drrobsolutions.myshopify.com. This is good for examining the shell and making sure there's good continuity of the shell. Of course, if there's a change, someone should check with their provider and make sure that they get in to be seen if there's been some trauma 
or a, a noticeable change in a, a device and it's outside of their typical follow-up. If, if someone is not comfortable, the risks associated with implants, then alternative therapies like we perform fat transfer uh, for my explant patients and also for patients seeking a natural augmentation. Of course, a breast augmentation with the implant is a very different procedure. The device is rigid and it projects and pushes tissue away. A fat transfer is a treatment that accentuates the natural breast form. It's in a different position. It's between the skin and fatty layer, uh, really above the breast tissue, not like an implant, which is behind the breast tissue or behind the muscle or behind both. What are your expectations using these techniques? If you're the patient, what are you seeking to change visually? Because it's difficult to change more than a cup size with a fat transfer. And if you're desiring more of that, then that's typically another procedure fits for fat. Or if it's patients uncomfortable with that, then it's typically an implant-based procedure. Now, I don't perform implants anymore. I don't use them in cosmetic surgery anymore. I've opted not to do that. I haven't done that for several years now. And I don't perform reconstructive surgery anymore. I haven't uh, for quite some time. So if someone's coming to see me regarding a holistic rejuvenation with their fat after an explant or at the same time as an explant, or they're interested in a holistic rejuvenation with their own fat for autologous augmentation or, or using their own fat to augment their breast. You know, we want to make sure that they understand the risks and benefits of that. The things with fat transfer they're concerning are, and everybody's, you know, how much volume change you get. Well, you want to can get a cup size change. There are factors that go into that. Skin stretch, age of the patient, laxity of the skin, overall breast size, history of pregnancies, history of breastfeeding. And then implants, you have to inform the patient that there are risks of breast implant associated cancers. There are risks associated with uh, development of BII. It's hard for the providers to understand that because if they don't really understand how BII can develop or someone's genetic predisposition or overall toxicity, it may not be easy for them to have that discussion. But they always have to speak with someone qualified to learn about you know, risks and benefits of both procedures and make an informed uh, decision. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you found the information and stories shared on this podcast helpful and informative. Remember, taking control of your health and wellness is key to recovery from breast implant illness. If you're looking for additional resources and support, be sure to visit our online store, Dr. Rob's Solutions at drrobsolutions.myshopify.com. You'll find a wide range of wellness products and supplements to support your journey to recovery. From specially formulated detox supplements to personalized skincare products, we have everything you need to aid your recovery. Visit Dr. Rob's Solutions today at drrobsolutions.myshopify.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back with another episode soon. Remember, you're not alone in this journey, and together we can overcome breast implant illness. Take care. <music>